What is up everybody, welcome back to The Haunt Critic, and today we're going to be talking about Darkside Haunted Estates, my review for it. So I went there twice, Halloween night and early October, so I'm going to get right into it. When I went in October, I pretty much just like chilled with my buddy who was working the front of the line, I guess it was a 70s night, which it was a little, uh, but overall, I enjoyed it. And on Halloween, it was much, much busier, but I enjoyed it overall as well. So let's get into it. First, you come into the parking lot and you have to pay $2 for parking. If you don't have $2, you don't add it to when you go and uh, buy your tickets, right? So that's the downfall. You got to pay $2 for parking, which I think is kind of whack, but it is what it is. Next up that you have to do is there's parking. So there's always plenty of parking. But when you get to the line, you're going to have to wait in line. What I highly recommend is, like I said in the last one, buy your tickets online. Because the good news with that is, you ain't got to wait at the window long. You ain't got to wait in a long line. You don't have to worry about them running out of tickets. And you also don't have to worry about if you have cash or not. Because a lot of places take cash only see at dark side they do take card which is good because a lot of places don't take that you know but dark side does take card so if you do have a card don't worry you can buy it i do recommend fast pass if you're going to go you know um later on in the season i do highly recommend it there's just so much that you can actually do so you first after you pay you go into the midway and then you could just chill out there. You can go to the concessions. You can do the last ride, which is a coffin ride. It just it's a simulated coffin. You get in it, and they take you out the funeral home. These two things that sound like goblins. They take you, and they take pretty much. You're feeling the effects of everything from them dropping you to carrying you out to putting you in the back of the hearse to driving the hearse, and you're sliding around. To pulling you out, dropping you, putting you in the dirt, and then burying you, and that's pretty much it. So it's a simulator. Then they got the Bundy Hotel, which is separate. You just go into the hotel, and you pretty much just get scared. It's just a haunted building by itself. So, yeah. But you go on the hayride. See, they give you this band before you even get there. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of the story. They give you a band, and it has A-S-H. And it means Hayride, Asylum, Slaughterhouse. Because a lot of people don't know because it's in the Midway. They don't think that those count. Like, the Hayride, the Slaughterhouse, and whatever. I don't know. People are just dumb like that. So you wait in the line for the Hayride. You get on the Hayride. You ride through the trail and then after the trail you pretty much get dropped off you either get in the fast pass line or the uh, general mission line and you pretty much wait until your group gets up to the front they let you in you do the walk through they have the mortuary mine shaft church upside down house meat house we used to be santa's workshop but now it's karma's dollhouse I think the other one is a diner. It used to be Karma's back in the day, but now it was a diner, but now I don't know what it is now. It's just, a, I guess, called the cabin. Don't know. Then you have the crypt. Then you have Clown Town, the barn, 
And then when you come out back into the midway, you could either choose which one you want to do first. Do you want to do Slaughterhouse first or the Asylum? Doesn't matter either way. But it's so cool how they have it set up because when you walk through, you're still coming out the same exit into the midway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when you start, you go on the hayride, you go this direction. But when you get done with all the buildings, you still come out that same area. Even if you go back into the midway and go to Slaughterhouse or even go to the asylum, you're still coming out on that same trail. So it looks like your life is a loop. You know how when Squidward goes to the woods and he keeps going through the woods and he comes back out and there's SpongeBob and Patrick still sitting there in front of the magic conch? That's how it is. So it's pretty dope. I like it. Um, there was a few people that scared me. There was a guy in the mortuary. He got me really good because I wasn't paying attention because I have a friend. Oh, he's a, uh, I don't know, family friend. I, I don't know him that well, but I consider him a friend. He works in that building and he pretty much was telling me there was a jukebox and I was looking for that jukebox and I wasn't paying attention and the guy saw that and took advantage of it and he did a good job. So... Rounded applause for him. Next up, uh, the mine shaft was okay. Um, the graveyard, really nobody was there. Kind of bummed me out a little bit. Even during Halloween, it kind of really bummed me out. Um, we got to the upside down house. There's only like one person in it, which kind of sucks. They should have somebody behind the clock. But I digress. Uh, that one was okay. You know, Meat House really wasn't anybody but at the ending. And I'm like, ooh, they're really, really struggling on volunteers or employees because they do pay. So you either can be an employee or a volunteer. It all depends. Uh, Karma's, really, there was like three people in there. It was pretty good. The Cabin, I don't really like it. I miss when you had to crouch underneath the door. It was like a half door and you had to crouch underneath it. That was dope. But now it's just uh, probably my least favorite building, to be honest. The prison, which is now the crypt, top notch. Probably the, one of the best out there. When it was the prison, it was okay. Like, I liked it as a prison, all right, but I like it more as the crypt now than I liked it as the prison. Clown Town, always still one of the greats. It just sucks that. One of the clowns who came from Transworld, he's just a prop clown named Steve. I don't know why Taylor didn't come up with a better name than that. I mean, I could call him whatever I want, but I just call him Steve. But sometimes it gets confusing because we do have a security guard named Steve, and a lot of people think I'm talking about him. And if I say Steve the Clown, they're like, there is no clown that works in Clown Town named Steve. And I'm like, no, he's not real. He's just the prop. He's the one by the back door. Duh. Nobody ever sees him, and it's so weird because the motherfucker is like six foot four, and his arms are long, his head's big, he's creepy as shit. I would like to know exactly what the name of him was, because there's always prop names, like Jason had this one in uh, Santa's workshop, it looked like a 600 pound lady, and it's called the Fartin' Fatty, look it up. His wasn't animatronic. His was just a prop. But look up Farting Fatty and you'll find it in the heartbeat. So I want to know what that clown name was or what company came for it. Because I'd go and look at Unit 70 or I'll go look at another website on Google. 
and I can't find them to save my life. They said they got them from Transworld, but since I didn't go with them, I don't know. And he's been around since 2016. When they first got him, he was creepy as fuck, but now that you could tell he's been out in the weather too long, he's starting to crack, and his face is starting to look bad and everything, so... <laughs> yeah, but first they put him in the corner, and they didn't have a light on him, so they couldn't see him at all. And then they put a daggone strobe light on him a year later. Still, people would walk by and didn't even realize he was there. Now they got it where his whole body is lit up. They put, like, uh, what is it called, uh, paint on him, glow in the dark, so his whole body glows in the dark, and people still don't fucking see him. I literally went this season, right? Twice, I came out the door and even made it known, oh, it's good to see you, Steve. And people would, like, continue to look straight and walk right by it. I'm like, how fucking stupid? Stupidly blind are you people that you can't even see this motherfucker like in a heartbeat. How do you not see this cat? <sighs> but then the barn was set up differently. They redid the barn. So instead of uh, my boy Kevin standing in that one spot, he's in another spot now, which is pretty good. So the barn is looking really good. I, I like it. And he's the only one that's in the barn. He's always has been, always will be. It's great. He likes it like that. So why not keep it that way? The asylum has changed a lot during the years. I liked it better the old way, but this new way is alright. I like it pretty well, but it's a little confusing because you're like coming through the side door instead of the front door. So you're coming through the side door and then you're just like walking through. Even the back in the old days when they were coming through the back door, you know, they were still end up in the midway. You know, it didn't matter. So, I don't know. And the side door used to be where we come out and there was a fence around it. And that's where we had our, like, uh, you know, breaks. If I want to drink water, eat a snack or something and not be seen, you know, that'd be the spot right there. But they took it away and uh, now you enter that way. And they've been having it that way for two years now. So, or three, one of the two, but you come through the side door and you go through and you go past the area I used to work at near the back and then you wrap around and then eventually you just come out of the front. So it's a little confusing. I'm not going to lie. It get, got me a little bit of use getting used to, but <laughs> there's some things that are still there that have been there for a few years, which is pretty good. I still laugh about it because, you know, it's just funny as shit to me, but <laughs> yeah, so props so as far as props go they do have some good props but you know i still think that they need more props like more scarier props but at the same time as an employees you guys need to take care of props because i was there one year and there was a mad scientist and drink ended up getting shoved in the shelf and it busted and it leaked all the way down and it went into the mad scientist's uh body and system and fucked him up yeah He's a $1,000 prop, too. Ain't cheap. So, yeah, there's just a lot of props that get fucked up, and that's what happens, and it's a waste of money. Like, take care of your fucking props, okay? If you want to do an area where you're going to act really, really fucking crazy and stuff, tell the owner, let's make a specific area for me so I don't fuck up any props. Just be aware of your surroundings. Like, you don't have to fucking act like a fool or act like you want fucking bath salt just to scare somebody. That's just the thing for me. Sorry, I just slid my foot on the carpet and smacked the side of the table. That's what that was. But you don't have to be a fool to do that. Like, I used to scare people all the time. 
A problem that I have is, well, they're starting to do what Woods of Terror does. I don't know because I wasn't there when they first opened. I did come like, you know, 30 minutes after. But supposedly they do what Woods of Terror does. They have all the people walk through and then they stand there and I'm like, ah, y'all don't bring in enough people to have people standing there waiting. And just the way y'all have it set up is not the way Woods of Terror has it set up. So it's not like anybody's really seeing you guys, you know, because they're trying to do that dark side way where they just, I guess they, I don't know, walk out of the makeup trailer and I guess they walk past the hayride and they come out and they stand in line and they guess, I don't know. Just don't even do that. Just go to your fucking spots like we've been doing. Y'all ain't got to do no damn Woods of Terror type shit. Because that is like blatant copying. Even though even though you are friends with the owner, I wouldn't do that. That's just blatant copying in my opinion. And <laughs> yeah, it's just not something I'm highly like, oh, like looking up to or anything like that. But it is what it is and no shade to anybody, but that's just how it is. So the props, they were pretty good. Like I said, they just need more. There was one prop in Clown Town. He was in the room at the back before I got to Steve, and his head was knocked off. And I'm like, yeah, fuck. That's not good. Like, people care, but people don't care about the attraction as much as you would think. Because a lot of people are like, look at the way Woods of Terror is set up compared to Dark Side. Yeah, Dark Side is much smaller and Jason's not as wealthy as Eddie is. But, you know, you can still take care of the props. You can still grow. They've been growing for a very long time now. But if you're not as passionate as the owner, then what are you doing? And that's a hard thing. Like, people just come out there and they fuck off and act foolish. And, you know, they do get away with it here and there. But, like... Treat it like a business. Treat it like it's your lifeline. I bet you you would actually do a lot better, and I bet that we would get better ratings. The scaring, it's a hit or miss depending on who it is. Like, there's some people that's been out there for years, and they're still not scary. Like, it doesn't matter what they dress up as. There's this one guy, he's an asshole. He is a asshole. I don't know how he has any friends, but... He's been out there for many, many years, even before I was out there. And I started out there 2015, but I've been walking through there since 2014. So, or 2013. Actually, no. I went there two years. I started going out there in 2013, 2014, and then I started working out there in 2015. Worked out there 2016, and then stopped in 2017 because I moved to Virginia and haven't worked there. So I've only worked there for two years. So, fun, fun. But still, that guy, he's been there for so damn long, and he's still not fucking scary. And it's weird because they don't have Jeepers Creepers on the bus anymore. He just walks around the midway. I'm like, what is the fucking point of having the Jeepers Creepers bus if Jeepers Creepers is not on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the scariest part, not knowing if him sitting in the seat was real or not. Oh, we did have one kid. He was in front of me, and one of the actors went up there, and they tried to close the door. Because, you know, that's what they used to do. Close the bus doors and, like, it'd scare people. But the boy was so far out the door when he pulled it, it smashed the doors right onto him. 
I was like, damn, that had to hurt. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, the boy broke character just to apologize, but it was all good. That boy was a good sport about it. He apologized, and the other guy was a good sport about it and wasn't butthurt that he got smashed by some damn bus doors. That shit was hilarious, though. I'm not going to lie to y'all. That was funny to me. But the props, yeah, they could have been worked on a little bit more. The There's one prop that I like. It's a bus, but... It it just all it does is go nee nee. It just turns its lights on and beeps the horn. I'm like, dude, when I first came here, that fucking thing not only turned its lights on and a horn, but it slid on the track so fast and it like smashed the fucking fence and it made it feel like you're about to get ran the fuck over. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's like slowly, you know, getting wear and tear on it but that motherfucker used to slide down the track real fast and it made it feel like you were about to get ran over by a van like the mystery machine from fucking scooby-doo even though it's a different color but still like that shit was scary but now i'm like uh, it's not enough for the lights and the uh the horn doesn't really do justice for me i should have uh told the owner about it when i was speaking to him about a long conversation about everything that was going on in my opinion about the business itself but I got his phone number, so I can always message him. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Um, if y'all guys want my personal opinion when it comes to costumes, I give him about an eight out of ten. Props, probably like a six out of ten. Um, when it comes to the acting, six out of ten. So, sorry, still need some working on uh, people actually caring and giving a fuck about the guest. I give them a 10 out of 10 for that one. Also, for the price, I give it a 10 out of 10. Paying for parking, I give it 0 out of 10. <laughs> $2 for parking? Fuck. For allowing people to be able to use their credit or debit card without using an ATM machine? But if you do buy anything from the gift shop, you do have to use cash most of the time. You can use card as well, but I recommend you use cash. But if you need an ATM, they do have an ATM right there in, be in between the last ride, the coffin ride I was telling you guys about, and the concession stand. And I highly recommend the session stand. I give it a 10 out of 10. They always got good food. The last ride... I recommend that little ride. They got some more small games to play, but I can't remember what the fuck they are, to be honest with you. The Bundy Hotel, I didn't go inside, but from my experience the last time, actually, I did go inside this year. I did. I didn't go on Halloween, but I did go the first time, and I give that I give that a good, like, uh, 9 out of 10. Yeah. I give it a 9 out of 10. So, I definitely like that. I thought that was pretty dope, and... Having it separate is pretty cool, but also it's a pain to have to go and buy a separate thing. They should just add it on to it and just jack the regular price up just a little bit more. But it is what it is, and uh, that's pretty much what I think. So I give Dark Side rounding it up altogether three out of five stars. Three out of five skulls, actually. I know, I know, I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Because, Nick, this is the haunted attraction that got you started in the first place. I know. I fucking know. But I gotta be unbiased about it. 
Because it's not fair to all the other haunts if I'm biased. Because it was a place I worked at and I got nothing but love. And also, this is constructive criticism. Believe me, I want to see them continue to grow. I want to see them build. I don't want them to be the same every year, which they're not. But I just want to see them grow. Don't get mad at me for what my opinion is. Take some of this feedback and this constructive criticism and change some things. Not only it's going to help, but it's going to actually bring in more money. And also it's going to make you feel better in the long run because you feel like you accomplished something. You sit there and y'all all think about, oh, how's this other attraction that is like in my fucking area, you know, the state I'm in? Why are they doing so well? Like, why is Woods of Terror so, Woods of Terror doing better than Dark Side? Or why is, you know, this doing better than this? Or this one doing better than this? It just all depends on who actually is hungry and who wants it and who is actually dedicated to the craft and dedicated to to trying to make the business bigger. That's the thing. No shade at dark side. Three skulls out of five is still not that fucking bad. There is some improving they can do. But also it's not their fault that they have lacking employees. That's everywhere. That's just not them. That's everywhere. So I'm not throwing shade at anybody. I'm not dawning down anybody. It's just the truth. There are some haunts in North Carolina that I do want to visit. I have gone to other ones as well. I've gone out of state. I've gone to quite a few. Uh, if you guys want me to name, Pennsylvania, Penhurst Asylum, North Carolina, Nightmare Factory, Woods of Terror, Dark Side Haunted Estates, Harvest, Harvest, Harvested Farms Nightmares. Um, there's another one, Fear Farm, and I think that's it for North Carolina. Uh, Virginia, I went to Paxton Manor, which is Shocktober in Leesburg. I went to Darkwood Manor. I went to Fear Forest. I was going to go to another one, but it was like a cornfield and it wasn't around anymore. So I was like, fuck. I wanted to go to Twisted Creations. People were talking so good about them, but they ended up going under. I went to Madame Red Rum, which they're fairly new. I enjoyed it, and also went to Terror Manor, which I was supposed to work for them, but I ended up getting a job, and that job interrupted and interfered with, you know, all that. Happened three times to me. I was supposed to work at Fear Force twice, and that fucked it up, too, and then it fucked up Terror Manor as well, so, (laughs) yeah, it sucks. It really does fucking suck. I don't know why I went out there to try to work for Terror Manor, which it's an hour away from my parents' house, but it's an hour and like 16 or 15 for Fear Force, or actually a little less than that. I mean, they're both an hour in both directions, so I'm like, I think uh, Fear Force was a little bit further, but I also went to Universal Studios for um, Horror Nights, number 24. Uh, that was the anniversary, the 24th anniversary. I also went to... I don't think I've been to any other ones after that. I think that's pretty much it. 
I would like to explore more around North Carolina before expanding and going to Virginia because there is some in Virginia I like to go see, like 43 Nightmares, which I heard was pretty good, but I'm not sure. Mar Branch, yeah, I think, is in North Carolina. I don't know if that's the name for that one. I'd like to go there. I would like to go to Panic Point. I hear a lot about that all the time. That's not too far. I would like to go and probably go back to Harvest This Farm's Nightmares and just see what it's like now. I'd like to go check out Hickory Haunted Trails. I'd also got some time to go uh, fucking, I don't know. There's more haunted attractions. In Virginia, one that I really want to go to is Scaremare. I want to know. I've heard about it. I was working at a psychiatric hospital and a girl was telling me about Scaremare. And that's what she nicknamed me. And I was like, Scaremare, I like that. But then I didn't know that she nicknamed me after a haunted attraction. <laughs> so I guess she went out there and thought it was cool. Yeah, she was She was a nice girl. They did say that she had this uh, disease that made her like sexually active or some bullshit. And I'm like, okay, then why is she in a psychiatric hospital if she's just... Yeah, she had a she was a little bit off, but like she was super fucking nice. Like she was nice. Like she wasn't never really giving us trouble. The only time she'd give us trouble is like she didn't want to go to bed. She just wanna sit up and talk. And we could talk for hours. Like I would love to have her on the podcast because a guy that used to be there as a patient as well uh he was saying that she left before him. So I think she's from that Scaremare area, but, you know, she was a sweetheart, and I thank you for, uh, you know, all of it. She never gave me any trouble. She was a mother, and she just wanted to be home with her child. I remember giving her the phone and her wanting to talk to her child and talk to her husband. I mean, she had a family home, and I was just like, man, fuck this psychiatric hospital. Because, like, I'm reading into her files, and it's not really nothing that bad. It's like somebody put her there because they thought she was loopy. But they were, like, telling the guys, oh, be careful because she's sexually active and she'll try to hit on you, blah, 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 blah. She never hit on me. She was like a mother figure in a way. Like, not really a mother figure. Let me take that back. But, like, more like a family friend. Like, she never hit on me. People are like, oh, Nick, you probably, probably didn't fucking know. No, she was just a sweetheart. But I like to go out to Scaremare and give that a try. Uh, shout out to her for giving me that information. I hope you're doing well. Please stay out of those fucking places if you can. Um, Yeah, that's about it, you guys. I don't really know anything else to say because I pretty much said what I had to say about Dark Side. I love it and I uh, will continue to go out there and support it. I might go out there and work there next year. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'll go out there and work there. But then at the same time, I'm like, mm, I kind of want to go to other haunts and see what they're like. Maybe I'll come back one year and completely work for them for good. You know, but for right now, I think the move for me is to go explore other haunts because I kind of want to turn this into a business. You know, I kind of want to not only just have a podcast and YouTube channel, I actually want to be taken seriously and have a website and be able to have all these up there, you know, and uh, my personal opinion. So, yeah, I got to turn this into a business and continue to grow it, but I do need to get back on the podcast. But the problem is, how am I going to talk about Halloween shit when there's not really nothing going on? 
Like, dead ass, you guys. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day. What the fuck am I going to talk about from November? 